I don't know where you are in life, but have you done everything you can to try to get rid of anxiety if you're a sufferer? Has anything worked? You might have even got some brief relief, but did you soon find anxiety creeping back in and even getting worse? Now, I was once in the same position and I was caught up in a battle with anxiety where I felt I was doing everything I could to get rid of it, but kept failing. Now, the problem was that I was making some huge mistakes that were making anxiety much worse. I just didn't know that. So I thought I'd share with you some of the biggest mistakes I have ever made with anxiety And if you are a sufferer, you probably are making them too. Just a note, uh, when I'm saying completely anxiety-free or anxiety-freedom, what I'm referring to is the anxiety that is out of context with life, which can overwhelm and steal from you. Anxiety is a natural part of life and it can be a lifesaver. So you can't be free from that type of anxiety, but the overworrying and the catastrophizing and the panic attacks are something that are out of context and that you can be free from, no matter how it feels. And by the way, keep listening to the very end to find out how you can take the same steps I did towards anxiety freedom. I have something very special for you. And welcome, by the way, to the Mindset Change Podcast. I'm Paul Shepard. I'm your host. I'm a mentor. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. And I'm here to help as many people as possible create powerful mindset change so they can transform their lives. And I hope that this podcast episode does the same for you. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe because you seriously don't want to miss out on the incredible, if I do say so myself, the incredible content that is coming your way this year. Just a quick thank you to everyone who's been messaging their support for the show and let me know your feedback on what episodes you're really enjoying. And if you want to know how to do that, you can scroll down within a Spotify app and you can let me know what you think of each episode. And you can also leave a review in Apple Reviews. It would be most appreciated. So the biggest mistakes. Well, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made with anxiety, and it is the biggest, I think, is believing that it was all in my head. Now, I did everything I could to think more positively And it didn't work. I was kind of promised that if you just think differently, Paul, your anxiety would dissipate. It would disappear because the problem is in your thoughts. You've heard that, right? I still hear it. If you just change the way you think, then your anxiety will disappear. And it can get really stressful trying to change your thoughts. It can get really stressful if you notice yourself having some dark negative thoughts and you try to fight them, you try to change them, you feel guilty. There's something wrong with you for even thinking them. And I even remember a book out at the time, I'm not sure who it was by, it was called You Can't Afford the Luxury of a Negative Thought. There was this whole positive thinking movement which really kind of shamed people into thinking that if you have negative thoughts, then you're going to pay the price with a negative life. 
So you end up playing this game of like whack-a-mole. It's where you're just smashing down uh, the negative thoughts as they arise. You just don't want them. And yet, before you know it, there's another one that's beginning to appear. And that will increase anxiety and also make you feel like you're a failure because you can't stop negative thoughts popping up in your mind because they're completely and utterly normal. Some parts of the positive thinking movement can really help you, unfortunately, create an unhealthy relationship with your thought process. So it's important to come out of the mind and into the body. And when you begin to work with your body, your mind becomes calmer and clearer. But the trap is to fall into overthinking looking for that magical thought, that solution, which your mind kind of promises you is there, that will help you feel calmer. And it isn't. It isn't there. But we'll still do our best to try and find it. And that was a big mistake. Now, I also believed that uh, if I followed the traditional roots of therapy, that understanding my past would also help me heal anxiety. And this isn't knocking therapy. It has its uses. I've had therapy. It's been absolutely brilliant. But in therapy that I had, and even training as a therapist from a young age, no one gave me any tools to help reduce and manage anxiety. I was left to believe that simply understanding it and knowing my past, even thinking differently, would begin to heal it. But it didn't touch the sides. It really, really didn't. So I would be expected to go into social situations, which were an issue for me, not knowing what to do if an anxiety attack came on. So I would develop a fear of fear, of course. And then if I did manage to push myself into that situation, I would end up often feeling overwhelmed and trying to work out how to escape back home. Now that sound familiar to you? Do you think that just simply by understanding your past and changing your thoughts that you will be able to go into a situation, maybe traveling, uh, social situations, or if you have bathroom anxiety, that's quite a popular subject people talk to me about. Just by understanding it, you're suddenly going to be able to go into these situations? Of course not. You need tools and strategies that you feel confident in using to help you manage anxiety and stress. Now, I know the tools and strategies I teach work, but they'll mean nothing to anyone. They're just words until a person experiences them and begins to build up that confidence in the situations which normally trigger their anxiety. But without them, you're just relying on your cognitive brain, your prefrontal cortex to get you through the situation. And the problem with that is, is your prefrontal cortex is reduced in function. And that's the logical part of your brain, the thinking part of your brain that is reduced in function whilst your limbic system, your emotional brain, your survival center hijacks you and takes over. So expecting people to be logical, to even use a CBT-like process in a situation which is incredibly triggering, is outdated and unfair. And it can make a person feel like a failure because their brain simply is working quite naturally. 
So that's why I'm a big fan of tools and strategies, which really help calm down the nervous system and give your prefrontal cortex much more in the way of control. So leading on from that, another mistake I made, and it's quite a natural mistake because I just didn't have the tools and strategies to help me, was I avoided too many situations. For me, travel was an issue, social events were an issue, and uh, that avoidance really did make my world a lot smaller and lonelier. So those tools would have made a big difference to my life. If I'd had them, I know I would have had a different life. Not that I live in regret. I mean, everything has happened as it only could. And I love where I am now. And that's why it's important, I believe, to get to teach everyone I know how to manage their nervous system, how to reduce anxiety and access their calmer, more confident self. Because life is precious. Life is short in lots of ways. And it can feel like anxiety is stealing so much time and energy from you. Which leads me on to my perception of anxiety was really unhealthy I tried to manage it. I tried to fight it. I tried to challenge it. I got angry with it. Um, I tried distracting myself from it. And I even sometimes forced myself into situations which triggered it. That wasn't healthy either. As it just put my nervous system under even more pressure. And if you think about it, that's what anxiety is in lots of ways. It's your nervous system under pressure and it's buckling, and there's a message being sent from what I believe is your mind, body, and spirit saying, look, something is really wrong. You need to address it, and if you don't address it, anxiety will keep knocking at your door until you answer, which leads me on to my next biggest mistake. Now, um, I had a terrible lifestyle, um, really unhealthy in places. And that really added and compounded to my nervous system really struggling. So I didn't take sleep seriously. I drank way too much in the way of alcohol, um, too much caffeine. I was a caffeine fiend and would drink it all day and into the evening. No wonder I wasn't sleeping. And I was eating way too much junk food, not much exercise, not doing the basics that would really help my nervous system take a break, be able to recover and calm down. And just going back to my unhealthy relationship with it. So not only was I not looking after myself, um, but I really felt like I was a victim to anxiety. I really did see it as the enemy and I had to get rid of it. And if we have a look at the backwards law, by philosopher Alan Watts. I really like this. And it really points out that the more we try to get rid of something like anxiety, the more we're likely to experience it. Um, The more you try to be happy, for example, the less likely you are to experience happiness. It's a strange law, but it's really worth remembering. The more we chase an internal experience, the less likely we are to experience it. And also what we resist will really persist. And anxiety, quite naturally, really makes you feel like you have to resist it because it's so painful. But that's because we simply don't know how to work with it 
And to do that, we have to change our relationship with it. But anxiety itself uses pain to get your attention. And it can do that a lot with the lies it tells you about being weak because you've got anxiety, that you're somehow a failure, um, and that you couldn't do things at all in your future without triggering any form of anxiety attack. And I think the biggest lie is that it will never go away and it will always be there with you. And I hear that so often from clients. I can see it in their eyes when I'm talking to them in a consultation and they want to take the risk. They want to work with me. But there's a part of them that says, I just don't know if I'm ever going to be anxiety free. Is this just going to be money wasted on yet another thing which just fails me? And that is so understandable. I have been there. I know what that's like. And, you know, I'm so lucky that I get to see people at the end of the course remembering how they felt, remembering what they were saying to themselves and being really grateful and glad that they did take the risk. And two more lies that I want to just uh, go through before I tell you what I have for you is that I tried to get rid of anxiety by myself in the end. I thought, right, okay, therapy isn't working. I'm just going to try and get rid of it all by myself. And that delayed anxiety freedom for years. And I know a lot of people are doing the same thing and hoping that they'll find that magical solution where they begin to feel anxiety free. And I think it's really important to speak to people who've been in a situation where they've had anxiety and are now anxiety free and to explore the similarities between themselves and other people who've done the same journey to get a sense of what works. But remember, you are an incredibly unique individual and it's incredibly nuanced as to why you're experiencing anxiety. So there's never going to be a one-size-fits-all system, but you can begin to work on the foundation towards anxiety freedom. You really, really can. But of course, there's one thing that can stop all of this. And that is any programs you have inside your mind that continue to self-sabotage being anxiety-free. Now, I did that a lot. I didn't realize how addicted to the drama, the heightened feelings, this false sense of control. And I wanted to kind of keep that. I didn't realize how alien being peaceful and calm felt. In fact, when I tried to relax, I often felt a bit panicky. Have you ever felt that when you've tried to relax, you can feel that tension begin to build in your body and you kind of then give up trying to relax. You then distract yourself by going to go and do something. So I was always constantly on the go burning the candle at both ends and of course there was going to be a price for that which of course was how anxiety pushed me to the very edge and I nearly gave up I just couldn't see a future without anxiety and that's when I had that awakening experience the anxiety awakening experience I've talked about before 
on the on the podcast where this voice just came out of nowhere, vibrated through my whole body, and told me that I had anxiety all wrong, that I had to come out of my head and into my body. Now, I had no idea what that was at the time, what it meant, but do you know what? It did give me hope, and I did my best from that moment. Well, I say did my best. There were self-sabotaging moments still, but that's another story, but I wanted to work out what it meant, and it set me onto a path which did lead towards anxiety freedom, something that I never thought was possible. When I had those first moments of being anxiety-free and calm, I admit to you, I panicked. I was like, oh, this is so weird. I'm not sure I like this feeling. It's just so quiet and still. Um, But the more that began to happen, and there were longer periods, the more I settled into it and worked on anything which was uh, self-sabotaging or triggering anxiety to still happen. So I want to say to you that even though I never thought it was possible, it obviously came true for me. And the same, I believe, is for you. Anxiety freedom is possible and you can take steps towards doing this too. But how? Well, this podcast started as a dare from a client and its intention was to help people with anxiety. But if you looked at the sheer number of episodes available to you, it can feel overwhelming. People often ask me, where do I start? And even I look at it and going, wow, there's so much great content. Where would they start? Now, which episode would be best? I mean, those NSDR episodes, the Nuga Nidra ones, you are loving them. Thousands and thousands of you are listening to those. Um, And that is incredible because I know how powerful they actually are. So decades of knowledge have come onto the podcast, but there has to be a better way of helping you. And of course, hundreds of you have also worked with me one-to-one or in a group to become anxiety-free that will always be an option. There's some amazing opportunities coming this year, which I will announce at some point. But I am only one person, and I want to help as many people as possible wake up and become anxiety-free. So, I have collaborated with my favorite supplement company, New Mind Wellness, and together we have created an app where you can download a low-cost, six-week anxiety freedom masterclass, which will help you take the essential steps towards feeling anxiety-free. You can also access a course on your desktop too, of course. So it's decades of information combined into a course, very simple course, which was incredibly hard to do because I've got so much in the way of information and tools, but we've broken it down into a course. And what I've also done is I've added some powerful hypnosis and mindset training meditations, which I know a lot of you love, to help reach deep into your subconscious, to help upgrade your old programming to a new confident and calmer operating system. 
I've always wanted to do a course like this. So when New Mind Wellness asked me, I jumped at the chance. And it was under the provision that we could continue to keep adding to the course. From your feedback, we want it to grow. And to be honest, the people that have been testing it for us, the feedback has been phenomenal. They are loving it. So how do you access this course? Well, in the show notes, which are in the app you are listening to, you can scroll down through the episode notes itself and you will see a link to the course and you can download it right away to your phone. What I've done is I've made the first week for free so you can benefit from the course right away, whatever your circumstance is. Plus, for the next month, as a thank you, for listening and being a supporter of this show, because I am really grateful. I'm giving you 20% off of the course by using the link in the show notes. Brilliantly, you can also use the community feature in the app to connect with other people and give us that feedback to keep the course evolving. Plus, there's going to be live Q&As, all sorts of events to keep helping you become anxiety-free. That's our goal. Let's make it happen. So don't let your mind delay your progress. I mean, we've all done that. We've all been tricked by our minds to hold ourselves back. Take an empowered step today, whether it's downloading the app or reaching out to me for specialized one-to-one coaching. Choice is yours. But don't let anxiety hold you back any longer. Life is truly phenomenal once you work with anxiety and let it go. I want to say thank you so much for listening, for joining me for this special episode. I hope it's helped you have a look at what mistakes you might be making with anxiety. If you're interested in the course, please do uh, download it and let me know uh, your thoughts and feedback. That would be most grateful. And if you've not joined yet, my WhatsApp community, Uh, please do. It's a wonderful, supportive place with over 250 members, all sorts of topics being brought up and uh, advice being given to help support you with anything that you're going through. I do my best to reply to a lot of the messages, uh, but I have some wonderful, wonderful people in there who are extremely knowledgeable and extremely helpful. Again, thank you for listening. Please share, please subscribe, please leave me a review. And I look forward to connecting with you in the very next episode. Have a wonderful, peaceful and present day. Mm